So, I'm about to head to bed, but I have some thoughts that I just can't get out of my head, and I wanted to make a, uh, wanted to make a uh, podcast about it. So, the Sea of Thieves A Pirate's Life update is officially through, and I've played through the first three out of the five, um... Tall Tales multiple times. I did. I've done the first one like three times. Same for the second one, and I've done the third one twice. And I have to just talk about it for a second. So if you have not done the new Tall Tales yet, and you don't want it spoiled, go ahead and turn away. Or if you don't care, then uh, come along. Um, but I just wanted to talk about how... Um, and, and I also want to talk about Pirates of the Caribbean in general. I do want to say that too. I, w- I want to talk about the update. But at the end, I also want to talk about POTC just in general. But these tall tales so far... And I will make another podcast about the last two... And then the whole thing again sort of um so i don't you know i don't want this to be very long um but i have been on this emotional nostalgic roller coaster going through these tall tales especially one and three because if you're a fan of the ride and of the movies one and three are absolutely for you three especially Three, you literally go through the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. It's more based on the Disneyland version than it is the Disney World one. But the ride is the ride. You know, the the Disney World version isn't that different than the Disneyland one. At least to a certain point, you know. And, yeah, I just... By the end of the third one, I literally had a tear streaming down my face because Pirates is my favorite ride at Disney. And those in the movies, especially that first one, really was a piv- such a pivotal movie for me and my love of film. And, like, I definitely use that movie... I think it was 2003 that it came out. Sort of as a... uh, I've always used that movie sort of as a checkpoint or a marker of when my life started going differently and when I really, you know, started focusing more on on film and movies and, you know... I mean, I I, I was a fan of movies before then and and I loved them. But that was really when I knew that for sure, 100%, that the film industry was a place that I wanted to be in. And I've told this story on podcasts before, but it was all, you know, when my dad told me that the same actor that played Edward Scissorhands was playing Jack Sparrow, that just blew my mind. And I can't explain to this day, because as an adult and knowing what I know now, it makes complete sense and it doesn't take anything away from what Depp did but 
I get it. But to me back then as a kid, I remember that mindset. I just couldn't believe that that was the same individual because those characters were so vastly different from each other to me. And, um, yeah. And so I think what Rare has done with these tall tales has been incredible. And I really just have to give a hats off to Disney, too, because there's a version where this goes. And we hear a story one day where Rare goes, well, we approached Disney at one time about teaming up with them to do something. And they said no. And that's not what happened. They said yes. You know? And, you know... I don't want to take away from what Rare has done at all. Because because I think it's incredible. But I do think that we have to give the hats off to Disney too. Because this is their IP. You know, Pirates of the Caribbean is their thing. And, you know... It really is one of those things where you could tell the, you can tell where the teamwork comes into play here because you can tell that the that the team at Rare really do know parts of the Caribbean and that they really did have a love for the franchise and really have a clear idea of how these two completely different IPs would blend together so well and you know it, it really is just something that we never thought we would see happen and you know um and it's here and it's great and again I, i'm trying to save from going into specifics or anything until i finish the whole thing you know because yeah but man you literally go through the entire ride until Tell 3, and it's it's just crazy. I mean, you have original ride audio, the whole nine yards. There's, there's so much at play here, and, you know, um, it's just one of those things where it's like, I, I, I didn't know what to expect, but I didn't expect what we got. I didn't know how far... Disney would let them take things, you know? Because here's honestly what I thought. I thought that, you know, the first Tall Tale was going to be completely about Jack coming to our world, and we weren't probably ever going to see much to do with anything else Pirates of the Caribbean related. You know, I figured, you know, it would be all based about Jack doing stuff in the Sea of Thieves world, but... It really isn't that. Like, the first one was, like, going and meeting Jack initially and doing a bunch of other stuff. And, and again, I'll get more into specifics later. But, and then the second one was more based about in the Sea of Thieves world and more about the, the merfolk and expanding that, which I thought was a brilliant idea. Um, and then the third one is when you actually go and get Jack and bring him back to our realm. And I really don't know where the story is going with the last two Tall Tales, but I love what they do. And, like, I will talk about this one scene. I will talk about this. And I'll probably talk about it again when I talk about all, like, the whole thing in its entirety. So I will apologize for anyone who is planning on listening to that. But 
there was something really special about the end part of number three where you go and get Jack from this tavern and you know he's talking about all this stuff like how he doesn't want to go back to the living world how you know he likes being in a place where he's accepted for being just himself and everything and the income walking through the door is Sir Arthur Pendragon you know from the world of Sea of Thieves you know and him talking about how you helped him on a past quest, you know, alluding to the seabound soul tall tale that they have, you know, and just that little thing, and then slowly seeing Jack being convinced that the Sea of Thieves is the perfect place for him to be, and that's just such a cool thing. That's just that's just something that I never thought. I'd see happen, and, um, it's just really cool, it's just really, really cool, you know, and getting to the point in the tall tale where you go to your ship, and Jack is literally there on your ship, talking to you, and you're sailing back to the main world, and then, and then you get one last little scene in the Sea of Thieves world with Jack still on your ship, and it's so cool, um, but then inevitably it brings up the whole talk about, you know, and I really didn't want these these tall tales to do this to me, but I just can't help it. But it brings up the whole state of Pirates of the Caribbean, the movies, and how Depp was treated, and what Disney is choosing to do, and, you know, I just, I hope that... I hope that Depp gets to continue to play Jack Sparrow as long as he's alive in the franchise. And I hope that, um, I hope he gets to play him a few more times. I do, you know, because here's the thing. I might be, I might be in the minority. I know I'm not the only one, but I'm sure I'm in the minority, but I really like Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Dead Men Tell No Tells. I will... I will... Uh, defend that movie... Just as much as I do... The two sequels and the trilogy. Because I think it's right up up there. You know? Um, four is the one that I have the most problems with. And it's not because I don't like anything that's in the movie. It's... There are things there there are things that I think they needed to add to the movie or switch up. You know? Like I think I love Ian McShane as Blackbeard. But he needed to be a lot more menacing. You know? Things like that, you know. Like I think the best part of four is the mermaid attack scene. That is incredible. So, sorry, it's late. Yawning. I know. Um, But I just, I really want to see him do more. You know, again, and not not a lot. Just, I think, give us one more movie. Give us Pirates of the Caribbean 6, which would be the last one and what you could call the main Pirates franchise. And that, that be the last 
main movie he's in. And then as a send-off. And yes, I'm I'm talking about killing off Jack Sparrow, which I I don't like the idea of. But if you if you're wanting to transition parts of the Caribbean to having the main character be red, then I think the best way to do that is to have a handing over of the torch where Jack essentially hands the torch over to Red. I mean, what if Red became the new captain of the Black Pearl? That would be incredible, you know? I think that would be so cool if the Black Pearl became her ship. But you can't do that until you give us a little bit more with Jack. And I don't think you can do that either, you know? You know what I mean? Like, I really think there needs to be that handing of the torch thing. Or even if she doesn't take over the Black Pearl. Maybe Jack and the Black Pearl go down. Maybe they both sink to their deaths. Maybe, literally, we watch Jack go down with the ship. There's something poetic about that as well. But, you know, no matter the case, I think there does need to be that handing off of the torch in terms of the franchise. Because there's the thing, they're planning two new Pirates of the Caribbean movies. They're planning a solo movie, like a side adventure movie, but then they're also planning Pirates of the Caribbean six. So, I don't know what to think. I don't know. I don't know where they're going. But I just really hope that they do the character of Jack Sparrow justice because that's all I really care about. Because here's the thing: I'm not closed off. You know, I'm not closed off to to any particular thing. They just need to do it right. Disney just needs to do it right. And, you know, that's that's what I care about. You know, and my love for this franchise has been invigorated. And my resolve has been refounded because of what's happened with Sea of Thieves. So, that's all I'll say for now. Again, we'll have part two of this once I finish the Tall Tales, but um, Pirates of the Caribbean is my favorite Disney ride. The movies are some of my favorite movies of all time. They're, it's probably up in my top five franchises, you know. I just want one of the franchises that I love the most to be treated with dignity and respect. And I hope that the movies get that because... You know, Sea of Thieves, an outside game that wasn't something Disney found a way to give such respect to the franchise. Disney should take the same care to give their own franchise the same amount of dignity. That's all I'll say. Because 4 didn't do that. And I think 5 tried to fix what 4 had done wrong, but the damage was, the damage was already done at that point. And not a lot of people went to go celebrate. Five made a good amount of money. Four made over a billion dollars. But because of the movie sucking, nobody went to see five. The damage was done. And now Disney needs to fix that. And I do think they can. I do think they can. You know... Listen, if if Disney is smart with Pirates of the Caribbean, 
I'm not even joking when I say Pirates can be another Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, or like any of those horror franchises. You could keep, we could have Pirates of the Caribbean 20, because you could always just introduce new pirates and new characters and new journeys. It doesn't just have to be about Jack Sparrow. It doesn't just have to be about Barbosa. It doesn't just have to be about Red. But you have to do it right. You have to do it right. And they're not doing it right right now. Uh, they And they're not doing it wrong. They just need to get back on course. They need to find the groove that they found with the first three movies. And five got, clo- five got closer to that. Five got me to cry. Five hit me in that emotional spot. Which is a lot more than I can say four did. So, they're almost there. They just gotta find that little nudge. And I think they can do it. You know, they did it. I'll give them four. I'll give them four out of five movies, I think, is 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 good. Is good odds. Is is five on the same level as the first three? No. And I say that openly. You know, I, I know that. Even though I enjoy it a lot, I understand that it doesn't quite fit the bill with the other three. But it's not a bad movie, though. That's where I differ from a lot of people. I don't think 5 is a bad movie. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. It's not a great movie, though. It's a good movie. And it was good enough to move me. And I think they can do it again. And that's what I'm hoping for. So, thanks for listening. And I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Peace out.